2: that would be smart I know retirement is so sad you think nothing of it and then all of a sudden like it's important I just get nervous about that
1: Hello and welcome to Financials Podcast, Future Rich. My name is Barbara Ginty and I'm your host and a CFP, which is a Certified Financial Planner. And I am so excited to have a follow up with our guest, Francis. Francis, your original episode was aired back in April of 2019. It's episode 32. So fast forward, we are coming in on almost three years since we last spoke
2: yeah it's incredible uh to think of all of the things that have happened in, in that amount of time.
1: yeah, so we when well, we had talked, you were an educational leader who were, you were living in d c you had recently gone through a very unique divorce, which left you with some you know financial baggage, I will say, and you were devising a plan so that you could be free before you were forty.
2: yeah that's a pretty good summary of what was going on at that time.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a very high level. You definitely need to listen to the original episode. So, um give us an update. What where are you? How are things going? How's life? Yeah, I'm so excited to give updates. So, at that
2: time, um my initial plan was again this is april 2019 we are pre-pandemic life um and i had started with this kind of like new year's goal to get my life back on track and i could also move to the west coast to be closer to my family and i really did like this ambitious financial aggressive plan um with my side hustle and everything and made some pretty huge moves so i was financially able to pay off my car, all of my credit cards, um, and save up enough money to move. And I made that last debt payment in March of 2020, which... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, for those of us who remember was when everything started shutting down in the world. Um, and so a month prior from that, I flew out to the West coast and interviewed at several places and was offered jobs at several places and accepted one. And so yeah, June of that year, right in the middle of the, those first few months of the pandemic, I was in a financial position to be able to move out West and yeah, so I'm out here now and loving it.
1: That's incredible. Can I ask whereabouts in the West? Yeah, I'm in Seattle. Oh, awesome. Okay. And that was the goal, right? Because you have family out there.
2: Yeah. So I have family um, spread out on the West Coast. And so Seattle was a good place for me to ground myself at. And yeah, I I made it. And I just, you know, we talked a lot about in the last episode about like the weird way life aligns sometimes. And yeah. I just think back to like, have I not started when I started? And had I not been as aggressive as I was and everyone around me being like, why now? Why are you doing this now? I wouldn't have been in a position like I would have been trapped in a place where I wouldn't be able to have traveled to see family, where I would have felt really stuck, where, you know, that would have been a really difficult move. But fortunately, I was able to set myself up for a lot of success. Now, I'm not completely debt free, which we'll get into, I'm sure. Um <laughs> But I was able to get everything except for my student loan
1: payment gone. Fantastic, and I think that you know, I did. I've obviously done a lot of podcasting since you and I first talked about three years ago. But I think that for you, that's that that strategy of like really buckling down and making a lot of sacrifices was the right decision because it allowed you and you know now looking back it was perfect timing right that you got out of you know credit card debt and got rid of your car loan right before the pandemic
2: right exactly like it was and also had saved enough so what ended up being really tricky is my original plan was you know to pack up a van my I had some family members flying out we were going to drive back west I was going to bring my car all of that could not happen at that time Um, there was too many obvious concerns about COVID and things were shut down. And so I ended up, um, grabbing, it actually happened. Like it was crazy how fast it happened. Um, found out from work, like I'm trying to think May, around May, they said, we're just not coming back in person. You're going to end your job here virtually. Um, and I had been scheduled to be with them through July. And I go okay, and I happen to um, go on Carmax and be like, okay, what's their process for, you know, selling a car in case I can't take my car with me? And like they they had already had a virtual system set up, so I just had to take pictures of my car and email them in, and they gave me an offer way over what I thought my car was worth. Um, if you're working at CarMax, thank you because that was <laughs> Um, But I go okay, and they go the offer only lasts for seven days. So I literally oh. like loaded <laughs> up um, boxes of things I knew I wanted to keep, and then donated everything else that I owned. Um, and, oh my
1: gosh!
2: Yep, yeah, and seven days sold my car and was on a flight with like two other people on it because no one was flying, and. Uh, masked up, scared out of my mind, but I was like, okay, we're doing this. And then flew out um, to Seattle. And then, luckily, I mean, I had enough money set aside. Um, I was able to stay with my sister in the interim and then had enough money set aside. But, like, everything, like, all the pieces just felt like they really fell together and that it was meant to happen. And it was even crazy the apartment that I had had already set up, they were like, the rent dropped on it by.
1: Oh my God.
2: So, just all these things like really nicely lined up to be able to come out and then start rebuilding everything because obviously i would given everything away. And so, it's just kind of a really fresh start. Um, obviously, you know, there's been challenges over the last you know, year and a half um, just through what it's like restarting your life, amidst kind of all the craziness that's going on right now. But um, it was also just really incredible.
1: Yeah, I'm so happy for you because you, you know, when people listen to the original episode, you had gone through quite a terrible event. So it's so nice to hear that everything lined up with this.
2: Yeah, I really think uh, it was really meant to be. I, I think about it. I have a lot of moments in like my current, uh, life and setting, it feels like a lot quieter than life was before for me. Um, just because I still don't live exactly where my family is and, you know, my friends are primarily back East. And so building a life during this time is, you know, it's like restaurants have been shut down and it's like, right. um, you know, like all of the world's, you know, just going through kind of chaos. But at the same time, there's a lot of moments of reflection of being like, Unbelievable, of uh, unbelievably grateful, and just grateful for like pages like yours and other people on that community. Because really, honestly, if anyone's wondering, like, why now, like, why would I do that now? There is a reason that we don't always know, and and that really kind of manifested itself for me to be able to do that.
1: Yeah, that's incredible, and I just I love that because I think that sometimes I always like to say there's a balance with you know living your life and then being prudent with your personal finances, but with you, it just made so much sense to really be so strict with yourself because you had that timeline of like, I want to get out of DC. I want to start my life over again.
2: Yeah. And I think, I think that's a really good point. And I, you don't have to be strict forever. And I think that's where it brings me now is like, you know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm working with someone. I was telling her about being on right now, and um, she's so <laughs> excited. She's like, can't wait to hear, um, because I had to go back and listen to the other episode, too. And I look at where she's at in her um, financial life and, like, all of the barriers that get in the way. And it's been so nice to um, not, I guess I should have added, not only when I came out here, I also bought a new car for myself with cash and um was able to that
1: must have been a very rewarding experience to be like hold on i have the cash for this
2: it was amazing because cool. i was i just felt and it was also like i got new furniture for myself and didn't feel guilty about spending it i'd worked really hard to save that money um i worked seven days a week with like two days off within like a nine month period and you know just really felt proud of myself to be able to do that and i'm so proud of where I live and the belongings that I have around me and so it, it just feels completely different and yeah being able to say like that's the car I want I'm going to be able to get myself that car and not be strapped with car payments and even just having a credit score where it's like my insurances are lower like life is just better it, it, and I'm not there that all the way which I mean
1: I think those are all super powerful moments and I think that you know it's important that everybody recognize that everyone's journey is different, and for you that made total sense to really. I mean, that's a lot of working with no time off, like two days off at nine months is crazy. But it, it allowed you to leapfrog your finances, and that's what you were desiring to do. So how have those habits stayed with you? Because obviously you're hopefully not working like that now. So
2: oh, no, not working like that. So um, it became really hard. My side hustle was to teach online. And what I was doing last year was teaching online as my regular job. So I couldn't like handle side hustling, my regular hustle, and then just like working for it just felt too much. I just needed a break. Um, and so, like the side hustle, I ended up, I'm still able to go back to that if I want. Um, but that I have not been actively um, doing. And so, things kind of, I got like a lot of time back in that way. And then, Kind of financially, of course, it was the first few like months I was out here. I had no salary and things like that. Um and so where I am at now is I am I have a regular paycheck. I get paid once a month. Um I don't have for Seattle. I don't have extremely high expenses. And now I have student loans that I'm still sitting on. And I could explain a little bit about where uh, my student loans have been just as a mental block, I think. But essentially, I'm at a $56,000 student loan still that needs to be paid.
1: Okay. And then what? And but right now they're on pause.
2: Yeah. So I was not on pause until. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mine mine were because I hadn't consolidated them the right way. Um, Mine were not on pause. So I was paying them all the way through last. Uh, June, so June of 2021. And I ended up going online and looking at how to, um, what was the best way for me to um, consolidate them and get them qualified under the uh, loan forgiveness program eventually. Mm-hmm. And so there's there. And I ended up doing that. And it's just been really, to be honest, like confusing around student loans. Um, just politically, initially. Joe Biden had come out and said he was going to give ten thousand, and then there's been political pressure to give more than that. And so I think once I qualified for the pause, I think I just kind of lacked like a motivation, and it was like, oh, I'm going to take one month and like enjoy this extra money, and then kind of see where this is going. And then now it's just kind of in limbo. So I did make my student loan payment. I know they don't start up again until May, but I did go ahead and like start that again this month kind of new year and getting back on it um, because I don't want to wait until the government decides what they're going to do with my loans. Um, but at the same time, just like in a unique position um, because I there were some changes to the uh, public service loan forgiveness program yep. that I just haven't like really figured out. And so that's just kind of like my new space, which is you can't just sit in limbo. You've got to be actively doing something. So what's the active plan? I'm just trying to...
1: And so are you thinking with your new role, you can qualify for the 10-year forgiveness?
2: Yes. Yeah, so I um, actually have 17 years in, in qualifying jobs. And so I can definitely apply for that. I just don't know about like how many qualifying payments because mine were consolidated right. the right way. And so the the original plan was it had to be 120 payments under a direct qualified correct. Now there's some waiver that you can apply for that if yours were not under the direct uh, label, if they were if they PFL, I don't know, all of the letters, right? If they were under those, that those payments now count too. And
1: but oh, you have to apply
2: for that before October. So yeah, that's kind of like the weird place that I'm in. I just don't really. No, I definitely have the years of service and I have the time in working for nonprofits, but I just don't know um, if I have the 120 qualified.
1: Interesting. Yeah, we had one woman on the show and she successfully was able to navigate the public loan forgiveness program, which the statistics on it are awful, which I think is why they're trying to get more people through it by saying okay even if you hadn't consolidated but you're you technically were eligible we just never told you or helped you with that process or provided any clear guidance whatsoever you can apply for it so yeah I think that's a great thing to pursue I hope that they make it easier than the original program that you can actually use it to qualify
2: yeah from what I can tell it just isn't it's still not the clearest I think that they are trying to make it better I can't I mean, at the same time, um, it would also depend on how many payments I was away, if that was something that it would make sense to wait for, just because the like you said, the rate of people that actually got through that program, I wanna say I heard it was at like two percent or something insane like that. It was really ridiculously low um, who were able to navigate that. Um, at the same time, at the end of this year, even if I didn't do anything else, um, I know I would qualify for teacher loan forgiveness, which would be the 17000 And so if nothing else, I can get a chip that way and, like, chip away at it. But I definitely, like, have been um, – you asked about the money habits. I have not acquired any more debt. I do not use my credit cards except maybe to get, like, points, and then I pay it off, like, immediately when it posts on the account. Um, and so credit cards are not friends. And um, so I do not use those. Um, I managed to maintain a savings account. And so I have 1000 in savings. And then I have, you know, really used my money the last few months as I did pause on student loans to kind of pay for experiences. Um, being new to a certain place, I'm like, oh, I want to go stay the night over here and buy tickets and things like that and so all of that needs to obviously come back and write in but I never went over you know the money that I had or went into any more debt and so definitely like I think the money habits have stuck with me um it's still fun to be able to like look back at my old posts and see you know just how crazy frugal I was and Mm -hmm. be thankful that I'm not trying to figure out like I I did a post about like can buy on thirty dollars a week groceries, and like I'm not there, but I always will be conscious of it. So some of those just money habits stuck with me, um, and being able to yeah just take care of my belongings and things like that, make things last longer. All of those really stuck with me.
1: That's fantastic. Thank you. It just feels like it's such a better mental place too. I feel like people don't talk about like how it can clear out so much mental stress.
2: It's so hard during the pandemic. And I remember um, I was talking to my boss and he said to me, you know, how are you this year? And I paused and I go, I'm doing better than I was. And that, that felt, you know, there's like some guilt to that. Right. In a mm-hmm. time of when everyone else was struggling, all like to like, it feels bragging to be like, Oh, all the pieces fell in place for me. And the time I knew where it, wasn't falling in place for other people, and so yeah, I think that thinking about that component of it is like it's so hard to watch, you know, other people and friends and things like that continue to struggle with those things that I know. Like it just wasn't clicking for me either, and it's like um, just trying to help people, you know, find um, the debt-free community online and and gather that kind of support and. and See all the benefits of it, and that's why I'm excited this year. Um, I just feel in a really positive place to tackle some life goals and some big goals um, for myself, because I know the last few months I've been trying to go. I moved somewhere else. Like, what? There's a loss in that too. There is like hardship in transitioning and and things that I've lost emotionally and. Then thinking about like, how do I make this year flourish and thrive and how do I make it beneficial to me? And I know one of those will be pursuing getting those loans paid off, that real ultimate freedom.
1: Yeah. And even if you just got the, I mean, the teacher forgiveness, if you got 17,000, that's a huge chunk.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And then I have to ask, because you know, I love it. How is your retirement doing?
2: Retirement. Let's talk. I knew, I, you know what? <laughs> you asked me about retirement, so I pulled up numbers. Okay, that I didn't have them already. Yes, but I did pull them up last night. This is what I did. So currently, I'm contributing 8.05% to my retirement fund. And in my current job, my retirement, um, I have set aside since I started here, we 14624 Um, And then in my last two jobs, let's see, that's... Um, the last two jobs is
1: 92,000. Oh, fantastic. Oh, good. So you're over a hundred thousand.
2: Yep. I haven't thought about it like that. Yeah. (laughs) I am. I haven't been in so many separate places right now, but that's amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's incredible. Fantastic. And then how, how is the pay with the new job?
2: The new job. Um, so I didn't know this before I came here, but in Washington state, they don't take out state taxes from your paycheck, which so I'm actually even though I took a job making like overall less, I take home much more. And so in my new job, uh, my paycheck I take home five thousand seven hundred and fifty a month. Okay. Rent, parking, utilities, all of those life things come to about eighteen fifty.
1: Oh, perfect.
2: Yeah. Um, then there's car insurance cell phone, things like that. So car insurance is 120, cell phones, 100, internet 70. And then the student loan right now is at 450. Um, obviously I want to put more towards that as I kind of figure out. Um, I am, I've sent in um, an inquiry about the waiver form to see that I qualify for that and kind of getting an idea of that. But yeah, that's where my finances are. So when you add it up, That gives me a lot of financial flexibility of where I'm going to put that extra
1: money. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you have a really reasonable budget. And I would even say if you can get that student loan forgiven or even just the the teacher portion of it forgiven, you could take that difference and bump it into your retirement and just keep your budget the same.
2: Oh, yeah, that would be smart. (laughs) That would be smart. I know. Retirement is so sad. You think nothing of it, and then all of a sudden, like, it's it's important i just get nervous about that
1: yeah that's what i would do i would whatever amount you get forgiven the difference in the payment if and ideally if you get the whole thing that's a huge difference in your retirement if you start putting that amount in
2: yeah and would you recommend like just opening up a 401k then or what would you do not a 401k
1: yeah so what yeah so through work you have a 403b correct yes yeah, you could just increase your percentage there, but you could also do, a, you know, maybe a Roth IRA outside of work. Oh,
2: okay.
1: We just did a fun little post on Instagram about what a Roth IRA is, and we also have a free download on our website. Oh, nice. Okay. Yes, you could do either. So you could maybe maybe try to get the retirement at work up to ten percent, and then outside of work, you could do a Roth, and you could just open that up yourself and invest your money. Just make sure the monies are invested inside of the Roth. You don't want it in cash in a Roth. The Roth is just the vehicle, but you still have to pick investments for it.
2: Got it. Okay. Oh, perfect. Okay. That sounds like a smart plan.
1: Yeah, I would definitely do that and figure out, I would try and do both. And even if you can even just do a hundred bucks a month towards the Roth or any amount you can do will make a big difference over the long term. And then once you see what's going on with the student loans, whatever amount you get forgiven, or if you get the whole thing forgiven, then you could do the Roth and then try and bump up the retirement to get it up to 10.
2: Okay. And the Roth has a limit per year?
1: It does. So the limit for it is going to be $6,000 a year Oh, okay. because you're under 50. So that's your max.
2: Okay. Oh, perfect. Well, I know you can't recommend exactly who I go with, but what are some of the things that I would be looking for when I'm selecting where to invest that?
1: So I am a big believer. It's nice to have things aggregated, you know, to just to kind of make life a little bit easier so that things aren't all over the place. And then you can make sure that, you know, your beneficiaries are all the same and up to date, and you can check your returns really easily so nothing gets forgotten about. So I would say you could pick a, a vendor where you could keep your, for, maybe keep your former 401k, you can make that an IRA if you want to, but you could kind of maybe have a vendor that you keep everything with outside of your work plan so that okay. everything's aggregated. So you have like one login, check everything. And I always think it's good to look, you know, there's, people are named brands for a reason. So I can't say who they are, but, you know, I think we all know who they are. So you want to just find something that has solid investment returns. And I always say when you're looking at investments, it's always good to look at how they did in the bad years. Mm, okay.
0: I've,
1: everybody always just looks like what was the one-year return you're not a one-year investor if you're opening a Roth IRA that that's going to be an account because you're 38 now
2: yeah I'm 38
1: 38 okay so your Roth IRA you open this up now should be with you till you're 68 if not longer so it's a 30-year investment right and so you don't want to just look at a one-year return you want to look to see how did these investments do ideally over the last few decades right right and you want to see how they did. Um, I think, I feel like I butcher the saying all the time on the podcast, but it, I think the saying is smooth seas never made for a good sailor. like uh-huh. So the concept being that you want to see how your investments will perform in the downturn because we're going to, we, you know, the market goes up and down. That's what it does. So you could go back and look at historically bad times in the market and see how do those investments you're going to put your money into? How did they do during the downturns? How long did they go down as far as the market? Ideally not right, ideally, they didn't go down as far, and then ideally they recovered pretty quickly.
2: Mm, okay
1: does that make sense kind of yeah, for like that makes some, a lot of sense. some benchmarks for what you're looking for
2: yeah, and I think for me, even though I know um the loans are part of like my debt profile, um I definitely think that I just know where my head is at. I think starting on my retirement would help kind of ease that concern. Um, because it feels right now like just just the need to get started on that. Definitely feeling like this this uh urgency around that.
1: Yeah. So I think a really easy thing to do would be to start with a Roth IRA with some of the extra money you have in your budget and uh-huh. then just continue to increase that as you knock down those student loans. Because then the yeah. your your budget stays the same.
2: Yeah, I think that makes sense.
1: And then that way you're really tackling all the boxes.
2: I agree with that. I think that sounds really like a smart plan.
1: Perfect. Well, this was so exciting to get to chat with you again. I cannot, I literally cannot believe it was three, like basically three years ago.
2: I know. I know. And the the world changed in three years. Oh my
1: gosh, so much. Yeah. I also can't believe I'm still podcasting three years later.
2: Well, congratulations. <laughs> That's amazing.
1: It's just fun. So... Yeah, this is awesome. I'm super excited to hear how many of the changes you made and how successful you were with your debt plan. And I have all the faith in the world that you'll figure out these student loans and start plucking away more on the retirement. You've already done a good job on the retirement. You have over a hundred thousand, but you could just up it up, you know, amp it up a little.
2: Awesome. And I cannot wait because um, hopefully when I'm turning 40, I'll be able to come on and be like, I figured it out.
1: Yes, absolutely. That'd be amazing. <laughs> so we'll the talk home. to you in like, Two years. Yeah, well in exactly. year two years. Hopefully we're, we're not still having COVID. Oh my gosh, I hope no, we're I, done with that.
2: I can't wait for that time to be over in our in our lives.
1: Oh my so, gosh, me yeah. too. Well, thank you so much, Francis, for coming back on. And for all of our lovely listeners, you can check us out if you like our podcast. It'd be wonderful if you could rate and review it on iTunes. And for our most up-to-date news, you can find us on Instagram at the Future Rich Podcast.